This is your host, Amy Orsno, and welcome to the Transmit Safety Podcast, a podcast that will help you achieve a holistic approach to workplace health and safety with practical solutions introducing new or alternative ways of approach to put that value of safety into action. So fill up that workplace-approved beverage of your choice and tune in to today's episode. In today's episode, we'll be discussing what do you do with all of those directional and operational documents that have been created by putting your value of safety into action? We all know that a well-organized banker's box of documentation is nothing to be ashamed of. Not all of us have moved over to a health and safety software. And you know what? I'm going to give you a little bit of an insight. As an auditor, some of those softwares, well, their record management can be all over the place and not in a good way. So whether or not you're using paper or electronic files for your health and safety management system, let's dive in and explore some tips and tricks to effectively manage that process. First off, let's start by understanding what documentation management is all about. It involves the creation, storage, retrieval of documents related to your health and safety policies, procedures, practices, your training records, your completed forms, and absolutely, it can include both paper and electronic forms of documentation. To make it easy for your employees to access the information, it's important to ensure that it's readily available. Now, I remember a few years ago when I was auditing for a company And they had a paper system where the sites all got a binder. And in that binder was everything from the drawings to the packing slips. And yes, there was a health and safety tab in there. And you know what? I was in awe of this project binder. So just because you are using paper documentation doesn't mean that it can't be effective and efficient for your organization. And paper can be more easily readily available because it is in that physical copy. Now, I started to ask a few years ago about the electronic documentation. How can that be classified as readily available? And it has varied a little bit from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. For the most part, what I've understood is that readily available electronic documentation has to be available without Wi-Fi, without an internet connection. So it can be electronic, but it has to be downloaded already. But you know what? Check with your local jurisdiction to see how they're classifying readily available for that electronic document. It's important to always confirm with your local jurisdictions to make sure that you're in compliance. Now, when it comes to paper documentation, it's crucial to establish a system for filing, storing, and retrieving documents. You can organize documents by category, such as putting all of your policies together, all of your procedures together, all of those training records to go together. So having some sort of categories to help you streamline where things are saved and stored and being more quickly retrievable. Using consistent naming conventions and storing documents in secure and accessible locations are going to help that as well. 
So if I were to take a look at your filing cabinet, would I be ooh pleasantly surprised at everything being consistently named in a same order? Or would I be maybe a little bit confused about why things are called everything all different and there's no real standard that's being used? Think about it from the perspective of what if you won a billion dollars and you were no longer at your position? Would the next person coming in after you have any idea of where your files are stored and how to retrieve them? And would they be easily able to pick up that naming convention that you have in place? Now, when it comes to security access and confidentiality, of health and safety documentation, we do create some sensitive information that needs to be restricted. Access to certain documentation should be restricted to those authorized personnel only. You might need to have a key for your filing cabinet. You might have to restrict electronic access to certain folders. Now, when we think about restricting access, who really needs to have access to that documentation. That is something that you should be doing a little bit of an internal review on and setting up your system accordingly. Proper record management, including the document storage, version control, review procedures, your RACI chart for who needs to be part of the review cycle, part of the consulted, who's gonna be informed about that change, who's accountable for that change, You want to have that all clearly laid out. And when it comes to the management of confidential documents, be consistent. And here's another thing you need to check with your legal requirements. Are you storing those documents in according to the legal requirements? Now, when it comes to some questions to ask about restricting documentation. Here are some quick questions that might help you along this process. Do you have clear policies and procedures for storing and accessing confidential records? Do you have measures in place to protect the confidential information from theft or unauthorized access? Do you have document retention and disposal policies enforced to ensure that confidential information is not inappropriately disclosed? Do you have a system for document management audited to ensure that it is being used effectively and that sensitive information is protected? Do you train employees on the importance of confidentiality? And do those employees understand how to handle sensitive information? Do you have a system in place to track document access and ensure that all activity is logged or monitored? What steps are you taking to ensure that the confidential records are securely destroyed when no longer needed? Are there any legal or regulatory requirements that you need to consider when managing particular confidential records? And finally, the last question that might help you is what role does encryption play in protecting confidential records? And are there any additional security measures in place to safeguard that information? 
If you're using electronic documentation management, ensure that your employees are trained on how to use the system, how to establish clear procedures for creating, storing, and retrieving electronic documents. You shouldn't be the only one that has the key to the paperwork, the key to the processes. Make sure, yes, that you understand the record management requirements, but also that everybody who needs to get access and interact with the records understands those requirements as well. Maybe even pay a little bit of attention to the specific requirements within your organization and industry before setting up your software for document or record management. Managing both paper and electronic documentation or records is critical to ensuring that your organization is able to demonstrate your proof of process. Now, here are some high-level tips for documentation management. Establish clear and concise policies and procedures for creating, storing, and retrieving documentation. Assign responsibilities for document management to a specific individual or team. Develop a file naming convention that is consistent and it's easy to understand. Ensure all documentation is stored in a secured and accessible location. Implement a system for document version control to avoid confusion. Establish document review and revision procedures to ensure that documents remain accurate and relevant. Train employees on how to use the document management system and have procedures for document retention and disposal, including knowing what those legal and regulatory requirements are. And finally, conduct regular audits on your document management system to ensure that it is being used effectively. All right, let's give an example of how this plays out. Now, the names have changed a little bit. So here we go. Jordan was a health and safety administrator who was responsible for managing safety records for a construction company. Jordan was diligent in maintaining accurate records, regularly reviewing and updating the documents to ensure they remained relevant and accurate. However, Jordan had a supervisor that was not as well organized and often misplaced some documents. One day, the client requested access to the safety records as part of their internal contractor management audit process. Now, they were asking from records for a project that ended eight months ago. Jordan approached the supervisor to retrieve some of the records that weren't saved in the files as they should have been. And guess what? They were unable to locate them. The supervisor admitted to misplacing the documentation, causing a pretty much a big delay in providing the records to the client. In this situation, Jordan realized the importance of documentation management and the need for clear and concise policies, not just for them, but for everyone in the organization. So Jordan immediately developed a file naming convention that was consistent, easy to understand, and implemented a system for document revision control. After that system was put into place, Jordan went ahead and trained employees on how to use that document management system. They also established procedures for the document retention and disposal, including linking in those legal, regulatory, and client requirements. 
Jordan then set up a a process to regularly audit whether or not the document management system was being used effectively. Through this experience, Jordan learned that solid document management is crucial for maintaining those accurate records and avoiding delays or legal issues. They made it a priority to ensure that the safety records were securely stored in a readily accessible location managed by a responsible individual and subject to review and revision procedures. From that day on, Jordan and the team were more organized and effective ensuring that safety records were maintained accurately and accessible whenever needed. So let's have one more kind of quick in the real world scenario. Alex was a health and safety coordinator. They were responsible for ensuring that all the health and safety records are up to date and properly stored in their company. The company had recently implemented a new health and safety software system to manage all of the safety-related documents. One day, Alex received a report request from the manager. The report needed to include information on all of the safety incidents for the past quarter. Alex started to generate the report, but quickly realized that there were inconsistencies in the way that the data had been entered into the system. Some forms had been labeled incorrectly, while others had been entered with inconsistent date formats. This made it difficult to generate a report that accurately reflected the safety incidents that had occurred over the past quarter. After some investigation, Alex discovered that the issue was due to the lack of training on the new safety software. Some employees had not been properly trained on how to fill out the forms correctly, which had led to an inconsistencies in the data. And additionally, the company had not really established a clear filing naming convention or document version control system, which had made it difficult to track the information accurately. Alex took a step back and realized that they needed to work with the IT department and within the company software to implement a consistent file naming convention and version control system. Alex then created a training program for all employees to ensure that moving forward, they understood how to enter data into the system. After these changes were made, Alex was able to generate accurate reports and ensure that the company was compliant with the health and safety documentation requirements. The lesson learned from this experience was that implementing a new health and safety software system requires proper training and planning to ensure that it's being used effectively. It's important to establish clear policies and procedures for creating, storing, and retrieving documentation and to assign responsibility for document management to a particular individual or team. A consistent filing naming convention and document version control system should be implemented to avoid confusion, and regular audits of the system to ensure that it is being used effectively. By following these tips, you can ensure that your documentation management system is effective, accurate, and compliant. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of the Transmit Safety Network. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for being a part of the Transmit Safety Network. For more resources and to join our weekly newsletter, go to transmitsafety.com.